You talk. Give me two. Who knows about that garbage? About fantasy. I sure do. Damn fantasy for love. Hey everybody! Good day. Hey hey! <laughs> Garbage time. Garbo time. Hey, coming at you. Coming at you live tonight. We got episode thirteen. Garbo time. Wow, that's a long season already. When is it going to end? Nobody knows. Uh, who knows? Maybe never. Maybe this might be the last this one. Could be the last one. <laughs> well, someone's brought. Who brought it up? Some one of us. Or was that one of her wives? They're like, we're over you guys. Uh, Friday nights. They want us back on Friday nights. My wife doesn't. She's happy to have me come over here every night. So probably three out of four of our wives are completely over this. And we're just trying to stretch it out as long as we possibly can. So, hey, this might be the last show. If it is, it's been fun. I wouldn't go that far, but um, on a serious intolerable. it's been mentioned that we, we should think of it as maybe a one or two times a month thing. Then it becomes once or twice a quarter, and all of a sudden now we can't even then hang it's out gone. I agree, Sean. I say we opposite two shows a week. <laughs> I just want to be a if, – if we could reach cult, cult classic status, I'd be happy. We'd That's probably have to die, lot. though, to have that. We movie. would all have – at least one of us would have to die, and Definitely. I volunteer Sean. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our producers are telling us that we're big in Brussels. I mean, huge in Brussels, right? We, I'm not giving up. I think, I no, think I'm, I'm in. I'm in a uh, European trip over to Brussels. We'll do all the whole Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, uh, see the house he museum grew up tour. In. Yeah, see the house he grew up in. Just live through it. Live in his shoes for for a week. Sounds amazing. Probably not even long enough. But anyway, hey, Garbo Time, episode 13. Let me just run down, give you the lineup for tonight, the batting order, the roster. Uh, we're going to open with our opening thoughts. We're going to talk a little, there's a tragic thing that happened in the Bay recently. The Oakland A's are leaving, just like every other lo- Oakland team. <sighs> I know, save it. We're going to go into the fishing report. Yeah. we talk some weather. We're going to talk about uh, something I've always wondered and, and just wanted to look up for my own sake is why doesn't beer give nutrition facts on the label? Like every other can of anything. We'll get into it. Yep. No sugar? Plenty we'll, of sugar. Okay. We're going to talk most superstitious sport and just superstitions in sports in general. Uh, we're going to take our halftime break and who's, who's on the, the docket tonight? Oh, our musical guest mm-hmm. was it Arthur uh, Conley. Arthur Conley, yeah. Arthur yeah. Miller, no Arthur Conley. He's uh sings some jazz. Good old soul singer. Oh, yeah, just a nice, singer. nice, yeah. peaceful jazz halftime. Something you know, get you off your feet. But we're gonna bring you back really strong with uh, talking about Warriors. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Situation critical. Yeah, it was yesterday, and now it's not so bad. We're in, like, stable condition. We 
there's still a how quickly that happens too. The, the, the team's going to break up, and then all of a sudden they're going to win a championship. I'm going to shut you up. What? <laughs> I'm going to say save it. Don't point the finger. I and can I'm handle. Point- I can handle. <laughs> In Radio Land, it's fully extended. It's, it's, it's fully. It's not extended. pointing at you. It's just pointing it's not, up right now. You don't want it to point at you. I don't. Okay. So Warriors, we're going to talk Warriors, and then we're going to go into Frankie C's pick three. Everybody hates it. We pretend to love it. <laughs> Frankie I C's pick it. three. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna have a, a Fra- Frankie C's pick three, and then three other things coming up straight from Frankie, and they're gonna be good. We got birthdays. We have an umpire rule from Frank, who wow, this ran the circuit, ran the little league Babe Ruth high school. Little little JUCO, little JUCO circuit, yeah. and then we're gonna end it with our our life sentence. We're gonna mix a couple fun things in in between there, but oh God, we've got a good show for life you. Life sentence again. I just I go in a dark place when you say that, but it's, it's so good. Should be a positive place, okay? No, it is, and that's what it's meant for. But the title, like life sentence, <laughs> it's yeah. We get it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, fellas, happy to be here. Very happy. And one thing we kind of talked about it before the show was was the Oakland A's. I I, st- I know it's breaking news. There's not a whole lot out on it, but Oakland A's are leaving, <laughs> leaving the Bay. To Pretty terrible. Fabulous Las Vegas too. <laughs> fifty five years here. Fifty five years, gone. No it's more A's. A, uh, it's every oh, every Oakland professional sports team is now in in the span left. of. Less than five years in our lifetime. I really feel like we need to do something spontaneous and call um, Brad Faustino and get his. He'll he'll be irate. He's angry. Well, he bet, and I'm sure it it, it could be probably some of the best radio. Can we? we, So we've ever heard in the last 25 years. Towards the end of the show, we're going to get Raider Maria and Brad Faustino on the line. I like that. How's that sound? And we're going to talk Okanese just to to rant and rave for the last twenty minutes of the show. And honestly, like the last third of the show, which is all about me, um, I will sacrifice all that to just to get those two. Let's hit it all. Let's hit it all. See what at halftime we'll get with our producers. See if we can hunt down uh, Raider Marina, Maria, (laughs) and uh, Brad. I think it's a good idea. This could be one of our best. All right. I'm excited. Let's do it. So, what do you, you guys want to talk about? That nobody well, cares. I just think the the A's. I mean, are they not doing exactly what the Indians did in Major League by having the worst team they can possibly field in the worst stadium and making it as easy as possible to skip town because their team sucks purposely? Do they have the pinup of the? Oh, I, I want John Fisher. I don't know if I'd want to see. The pinup of John Fisher. If you you know what I'm talking about from Major League oh, yeah. Baseball, the yes. uh, was it the owner or the it was owner's... the owner? And when they win, they take a little piece off to reveal even more. And she's yeah. in like a bikini in the end. Mm-hmm. Gold. They probably don't even have that in Oakland. Like they should now. Deprived they are. The, the, they the team now. should do that. <laughs> they should do that. <laughs> it's pretty uh, sad, you know. It's pretty sad. It's the end of an era for I think, for East Bay Area sports. I, what I think is going to happen. I mean. I've thought a lot about it. My grandma was a big-time A's fan, um, as well as Raider fan. But The stadium is – I'm sorry. Sorry, What I think is going to happen is the A's may move, right? They may go to Vegas. 
I think um, they are they're moving. Gone. Yeah, say they go to Vegas. But I think what happens with baseball and sports, where did the A's come from? They came from Kansas Philly. City. Kansas City and Philadelphia, right? They weren't even green and yellow. They were like, what, red and white and blue and white, I think. And Which is the best color scheme in baseball. It's pretty cool. I have to say that. I love it. It like shouldn't work, but it yellow. somehow it does. does. And the it white cleats, great. too, just Pumped. really pop. It's such a classic uniform. So what I'm trying to say is, like, the Browns and the Ravens, teams come back to the city. It may not be an Oakland A's team. It might be a different team. It might be a team that's in the major leagues right now. It might be an expansion team. Oakland, I don't think Oakland is just going to crash to all the sports. Like they're, They already they, have. They have, but they also have. Oakland is on a rebuild. They're they're doing good right now. There's their city is thriving. It's rebuilding. It's changing. They're I, not reflected in the sports. Well, you know what? The the Giants didn't help them when they shut them down with San Jose. So they could have been going to San Jose. Who? Well, the, that, I think that was more about marketing and where they can go in and advertise. But did, their didn't product. the A's give them the San Jose market at one point so they could? They they did I don't something remember what they did. They, and then they, the Giants just didn't return the favor at all when they, they needed it. They did something where they locked them out of the possibility of moving to San Jose. The, A's. the Giants that's what did. It was. Giants locked the A's out of moving to San Jose. Yeah, but the yeah. Giants didn't. They have they have their one of their affiliates down there. Like is it single A or it was uh, triple A? But they're now they moved. Out. No, double, they're still double, double A. a San Jose Giants because yeah. they're triple A's and River Cats and yeah. Sac. So I, don't, I I think that if they do move, I think there will be if it, if it's not baseball, there will be a sports team back in Oakland. But it's going to be a A's, long time it's coming. Just, it's horrendous. Well, it's just sad to see a city be able to hold you know three franchises in the three major sports in Northern America and just cannot all of a sudden support it anymore. It's like what do, what has Sam, I agree. like how do you it, not figure? Well, that the interesting out? thing is they all played at the same facility, which is terrible. The basketball well, facility was actually not that bad, but Oakland Alameda County Coliseum is garbo time. Yeah, I mean, isn't, it, isn't there it's, stories about like the bathrooms backing up? Like it's just old oh yeah, and if it gets if the and, tides come in, sometimes it, yeah. <laughs> that was the, the charm of it though. I felt like that yeah. was the charm, yeah, like yeah. like candlestick peeing in the trough. I went to the A's Remember game. That? <laughs> well, that's different between Scotty Augustine peeing in the trough and like Jose Canseco during his heyday. I was there last summer at the Oakland Coliseum watching the A's versus the Mets, and there was no one there. I mean, there was foul balls getting hit right next to me. I mean, that we, that seems, if, a, if you hit a pop-up, you know, in foul oh, nice. territory. We, we, we we have, have I think we have a caller. Oh. I think uh, Raider Maria is on the line. Hello, hello. How's it going? Oh, hey, Maria, are you there? Maria? She's so angry she can't talk. Hello, hello. I know she's fired up about this Oakland movement. I mean, the Raiders just left. That was her team. Went to Vegas. We'll work it out. Maybe she'll get back on the line here. But uh, who owns the A's? John Fisher from... Fisher Toys? No, Fisher Price. Fisher Price. (laughs) No, not Fisher Price. His mom and dad started the Gap. Mommy and Daddy did it? Mommy and Daddy did it. So he basically is, you know, born a billionaire and bought the team. I remember watching uh, Moneyball. He's not the owner depicted in that movie. So he's relatively new. Yeah, because it was the, I don't know who it was, Moneyball era, but then it was the Wolves who's has some local ties, yep. and then the Fisher Price toys. <laughs> yeah, or Gap. Gap, sorry, Gap. Um, 
Good for him, though. Yeah, good I mean, for him to just geez. destroy a whole city's Way to come in. Team. Probably has no ties to the barrier. He Oakland. probably doesn't even... I think he he's owns probably the San Jose uh, Earthquakes. He what? The Earthquakes. Where's San this guy from? That, guy's, that hate, team's moving to Vegas, too. They're gone. I need to know his backstory. Another thing that's interesting about the A's is they're one of the most profitable teams in baseball because they don't pay... Their players, mm, there's, there's players making more money a year than their whole roster, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the, all this, the, it's like profit sharing. Um, they, they make more money it's like than a anyone. co-op. Yeah, it's like REI. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's sad. It's it really is. It's a bummer. Yep, I think the first baseball game I ever went to was his an A's parents game. owned Gap. That's yeah, what I said. We've been, we've been there, over this. Frank, God. are you going to be the one tonight? It's always somebody's turn. It- <laughs> I might Bug, be. Bug already left the table. We've lost Bug. Yeah. So we lost Bug. You know, it's it's just it it, it really. I bet it, it just happened yesterday or the day before. Well, I, you know, it was a long time coming. But this happened with the Raiders, and you're like, yeah, it's not. They're not moving to Las Vegas, and then they're gone one day. This is going to happen. There's no way that they won't be gone. In, I don't know by 2025, which is the year that they're using. That seems pretty. I mean, they need to build a stadium. Yeah, they already broke ground. <laughs> what, you, the, no, they haven't <laughs> broken ground. They, you they, haven't got the concrete order yet? Not yet, but <laughs> when we do. Um, yeah, it's right up. It's like a couple miles, looks like, oh, so north got a plot of and Alliant. Yeah, it's, it's pretty close to where the Raiders play. Well, speaking of the Raiders, I feel like football kind of works in Las Vegas because there's only, what, eight games a year that they play at home. So... It's a good trip to take if your team, if you're not in living in Las Vegas, to go see a football game and kind of party in Vegas for a weekend. 162 baseball games. Are people going to want to travel no. to go no. watch them play the A's? That's why it's never. There's it's never been a work. team there. It's not going to work at all. There, there, there's no one. You, I mean, there's a lot of Vegas, people live in Las Vegas, but I, I don't know. Not that many. Not enough to to take on a new baseball team. No, they, and they just got two other new teams. They have a hockey team and. The Raiders. And they're banking well, on... Well, and you want some flash. You know, you can't be the penny-pinching, money-conscious, you know, general manager in baseball, you know, with just boring... Exactly. ...baseball. I probably wouldn't say that to Brad. Oh, I know I would say that. You'd but, just uh, tell it right to his face. Yeah. I, I hope mean, you or, or Or watch a team just kind of be the filter for other teams to have good ball players. You know, we've seen that with Tejada and all, you, oh, know, you name so it. The list goes on and on. Exactly. There's so many names. Yeah, I don't know. It's fortunate, unfortunate. Like they've been around for years, you know. If the Giants weren't in and the A's were going, you know, it's they kind of s- silently root for them. But the writing's been on the wall for for a long time. We've all see- we all saw it coming. Here's a question. Let's just say, for example, remember the uh, not the Niners, but the Giants were going to move to Tampa. Tampa, I think. Would you still be a Giants fan if they moved to Tampa? I'd have a hard yeah, time doing I, that. I would have switched to A's I would have too. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're not playing here anymore and playing in Florida. No. They're sorry. Kind of I respect I respect people who do hold on and, and still root, but it'd be tough. Uh, yeah. I'd have to make that decision day of, or I'd probably go to therapy for it Yep. and figure it out somehow. Maybe not, though. Maybe never. Maybe never. Maybe just, just be mixed up for the whole rest of your life. <laughs> Could change a man. Could change a man, your sports team leaving. And that's why I feel for all the A's fans out there. I was one for a long time. And and Raiders fans and Warriors fans. I mean, I know they moved just across the bay, but 
It's not the same. Well, they were talking about, I think it was during the broadcast of the game, how it was kind of quiet in the Chase Center where the Warriors play. It's not the same crowd that they were getting in Oakland at all. It's the, it, Now the tickets are so expensive. The people that go are like just there to be there. I see it firsthand at the Niner games. It's it's, it's Silicon Valley a, crowd. Frank's Yeah, season. just being there and uh, taking selfies. Yeah, it's uh, it's different than Candlestick, which is unfortunate. Plus, it's a longer drive. So, <laughs> yeah. What's the worst part? The drive or the fans? Ooh. I mean, selfishly, you want to see the drive. I do, but the Niners are still there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of uneducated Niners fans where I sit as far as the history and just how the game is played. So it's. And where a candlestick, you would be seeing people like you'd act as if they were your aunt and uncle. Yeah, you send them cousins. Christmas cards every yeah, year. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Seriously, no, we people did. Are. You did. There's some yes. that yes, there was a <laughs> Christmas love Christmas. Uh, spread throughout. Uh, you know, well, most people are just sitting there waiting for fantasy points. Yeah, They're not even into the game. I've been know? I've been guilty of that. It's all day. I might have. It's pretty lame. Done that once or twice. Hey. Or, we're all passionate about this, and I want to get Raider Maria on the line, and I want to get Brad on the line. Yeah, let's let's, say, let's push this one to the back end, and let's get on with the fishing uh, report. Oh man, fishing report! Really? Is there still fish out there? Put a bait know. on the line, man. I don't know if baits bait the bait the bait. Oh, the bait on the line. There it is. There it is. Is that yeah. a little stage fright you got there, bud? There is stage fright out there. Okay, it's real. Especially when you got a big old striper hitting your G-Rat. Woo! Those G-Rats are thumping right now. My friends, my friends have been catching fish. Uh, I haven't been fishing. The white ones? Working too much. Um, but, yeah, like Frank said last week, the salmon season is not happening. Um, no pulling salmon out. So everyone's really just slaying halibut. That's really what, what it is. Get the halibut, get the ceviche. Oh yeah. What are some other ways to cook uh, halibut? I mean, I'll I'll use halibut and fish tacos all day, but it's you know I'll do a grilled I'm, or fried. Oh, you want? I like it fried. I do it. Um, I have a few ways of doing fish tacos. Um, I'll do a little little panko. I'll do a little batter sometimes. I'll do. Do you deep fry this? I'll. I like it deep. You'll bust out the air, the deep fryer, won't you? If you do the, uh, the air fryer on the fish. Um, fish like that, it's really consistent and perfect. I would think that everything you cook in the air fryer afterwards really is going to taste like fish. It, it, no, well, you can you can only use that oil. Like if you're going to do any kind of potatoes or anything, you're going to obviously do that first. Fish taters, air yeah. fryers are really do, easy to clean though. There, yeah. But what do you do with the oil? Like fish oil, you're not Drink saving it. the potato oil. You might save, but so yeah, and get out there, get some halibut. Get, get the deep fryer fired up. your best bet around here. Yeah. Oh, did you guys see? I sent you all the picture of that gorilla fish caught in Algeria. Yes. Algeria. I didn't Someone see that. put the bait on the line on that one. <laughs> did you see this, Frank? The gorilla that face fish. so ugly. Yeah, I saw that. That was um, definitely not 100% real. real. <laughs> it, was it totally fake or what? I've had to be. I mean, it was like a gorilla's face. On, on a, a fish? What kind of fish was that? It was. Uh, it looked like it was probably a. It had a like cod it had rounded thing. teeth too. You know, you're like, what? It wanted to be like some animal. kind of cod 
the nose and the teeth. I was like, yeah, this, is, this is totally Photoshop. Yeah. But it was great either way. Well done. <laughs> well done, self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, fishing report. We'll wrap it there. And Sean, how's give us some. Uh, we're, we're, I heard last week the Citrus Police got called. Did they? Uh oh. There's not going to say in the Sonoma Police me. Report. Could have been me. Well, you are the Citrus Police. I know I am. And somebody called you, so no, I called. Okay. The, I called the cops so, on them. What? Yeah, I saw their citrus uncovered. It's pretty cold out too. <laughs> oh, you and just freak. being the good Samaritan that I am, I I phoned in. And well, shouldn't they? Isn't it time? I mean, it's warm out. I thought it was a little cold. Oh. It was. They may have been okay, but they certainly couldn't have been too. You don't know. Don't you carry around a satchel full of yes. extra tarps to put over yes. citruses you yes. see as you pass by them? Yeah, you know how people walk around with like a bag to put their dog poop in? <laughs> I just walk around with no dog and a bunch of <laughs> tarps for citrus. You're the modern day Johnny Appleseed. I am. One at a time. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Citrus. Did you give out any citrus citations? I, wrote, I, I left a note, a little citation on the window, just with <laughs> some pointers. Is, there's no monetary fine, but it's just more of like, yeah, hey, it was just with the like program. some best practices for your citrus your, is, is basically a human being. Yeah. Treat it like one. Please. I don't think it's too much to ask. Okay. Really. I can't I don't. even talk anymore. I'm getting so you so called upset. the cops. He's mad. His face is getting he, red. And yeah, and he hasn't. That's not even drinking red face. I called nine one one. I did not. I was <laughs> upset. Red face. Mom, the cops are coming. <laughs> Mom, they didn't cover the citruses. <laughs> um, yeah. Sean, you're you're totally within your rights to get upset about this because I'm I'm kind of getting a little. I know residual. I know. I, there uh, was so close to a citizen's is. arrest, but I, you know. You you already checked that with the cops. Like, hey, what? Can, how far can I take yes. this? Yeah. <laughs> you did the right thing. Yeah. Was your dog barking? Yes, the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Rosie was going. Rosie, hey, that's shit. Right. Jesus. I think the point of this is just to get the message out. Like, hey, there's a watch group, and we're looking at your citruses. We're looking. We're wa- we're monitoring the temperature. We're watching if it's going to f- drop into those Don't freezing Don't forget about levels. the barometric pressures. Exactly. And in summertime, we're making sure you're watering them. Yes. Adequately. Yes. It's a, if it, you don't. You never let your guard down. Ever. Just know people, we're, we're watching you. There's a watch group. And uh, yeah, you know, take care of your citrus. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I can't, well, I can't outside of the citrus, what's the weather like looking for the next couple of days? It's, we're, we're heating up. So it's going to be like mid-80s all week. Love it. Today was the first day of... It was pretty hot today, actually. Yeah. Jumping into summer. So, Loving it. Kind of what I thought would happen. It's just going to be butt-ass cold here, and then all of a sudden it's just like the heat's going to get turned on. Mm. Woo. Summer music. Dancing music. That was. <laughs> Pumped. Yeah, Sunshine. Guys. So one thing I wanted to talk about tonight, uh, you know, we all have some kind of beverage in front of us, mostly beers. And do you see any kind of nutrition label on it? Nope. Like I thought used to say sugars. It, it'll tell you the alcohol content, fluid ounces. I does bet it? you Coors Light does not tell you the alcohol content. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. If it's below five, they do not need to put it on oh, there. Interesting. Yep. Why hmm. is that? Who knows? Hmm. 4.2. 4.2. Oh, they do have it on alcohol. there. Alcohol. Four point two, but 
There's a reason why your alcoholic beverages don't have a nutrition label on them like most foods do. I'll tell you why they don't. Because they don't want you to know how many calories are in them, number one. Unless they put them on there because they know it's low. But let's say this beer here probably has like three or 400 calories in it. It's like a milkshake. It's like a milkshake. It's an IPA he's holding up, everybody. Yep. Hen House. Shout out to Hen House. You're right, Sean. They don't probably don't want you to know, but there's a reason they don't have to let you know. They yeah. also sometimes, they don't really put the ingredients on there too, or, but I don't think they have to. But you see that, what is that, a highball or whatever, what do you call those, Frank? That Are probably, you drinking uh, a highball over there? High noon. High noon. Is there a nutritional label on it with Let's the calories and everything? Take a look. doesn't look like it. Do you want to know why, Sean? I do. Okay. I have it right here. Oh. Unlike other food and beverage products, beer is not regulated by the Food and Drug Administration, FDA. We've all heard of it. But rather by the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau. TTB. Yeah. The TTB does not require beer manufacturers. Well, it says how much sugar is in it. To provide nutritional information on their products. And as such, most beer bottles and cans do not display any form of nutritional facts. Thanks for talking while I'm while I'm doing this, guys. You know why though, Scott? They probably lobby heavily yearly to make sure that that's not done. I know for sure the wine industry for a long time has been talking about putting ingredients on labels because some, not all, but some wineries do put stuff in there that are not vegan, like fish. They use fish bladders in some products. What? Yeah, believe it or not, finding for finding and also eggs egg whites so there's people out there that are vegan they're drinking fish bladder juice and egg whites and don't even know it cats out <laughs> of the scared, bag you folks. just scared a lot of people a lot oh. of people are uh calm down elliot well frank's calling their lawyers right stuff now on top of his yeah, uh, little i'm sorry that thing. i was interrupting but there is some there's um, some labels stuff up there what's the sugar content on, on what, you, what nope. you have oh really yes okay three grams no added sugar gluten-free yeah. and what else they're only telling you the good Low stuff cal- here. 100 calories Yes. It's funny. It lists here sugar three grams, but then up here it says no added sugar. You know what does so no three grams mean to you? Does that, is that a lot? Three little bags. Three grams of uh, a serving? I mean, is that a lot of sugar? Yeah. No one really knows. No, no. It gives no. you your daily percentage right there. So I don't, to answer your question. Neither do I. I wouldn't think it's a lot, but I could be wrong. I mean, is that per ounce? It should tell is you serving 12 size. ounces? It should tell you. It just says sugar. Three, three grams. grams Per serving, probably per serving. serving. So, don't even get me started on serving sizes. Oof. Oh, here, Sean, we hit it. Are nerve. you overpouring again, Sean? No, no. I'm just talking about when you know it says two servings in like uh, those ciders I drink sometimes. Say two servings. Who isn't drinking that whole thing? What are you going to drink half of it and put it in the fridge and finish it off tomorrow? I, that's the worst. Same thing with ice cream and <laughs> exactly. You know? A serving is like a bite of it. Ben and Jerry's the little one. I think it says three. But it's the recommended sure service. You probably right. shouldn't eat more than what we are telling But you. everyone looks at that and goes, oh, there's only 150 calories, and then just eats oh, of course. eight servings of it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> got to live, right? You got to live. Live. Live Live free, die or, young. Or die. Or is it? Live fast, die young. Live free or die is a state motto. Yeah, where is it? I what think state? it's Massachusetts? New Hampshire, maybe? Uh, it's like, don't tread on me or something. No, that's, no, that's uh, the Marines. Yeah, that's... Uh, I have a pretty cool little thing I picked up that Sean actually showed me, and 
since Sean is the Roadmaster Caster Pro two two supplier for Garbo Time, let's play it for him. Do it. It's a little beer quote. Congratulations. You take your time. You can hang with me for a while. Want a bird? If you need a beer, grab a beer. Bochi. Who, who isn't? There's not a dry eye in the whole room right now. We all cried over that. that the best part, though, is when Belt goes, what did he say? You want to hang out with me? And he goes, I want a beer. I want a beer. And he's like ready to cry. That was really special. That's really cool. Sean that was the whole part. No, the music in the background is pretty What uh, was the name no, of that? Because it was, with the Blue it was on HBO or something. That it was like hard Showtime. Yeah. Baseball. Said, yeah, exactly. I thought it said Showtime on that. I don't remember what that was called. That, I don't think I they even do it anymore. I remember watching it at the time. Though. Yeah, the I do lines. remember watching mm-hmm. that. It was pretty young. Beyond the Lines? Mm. Is that what it was? Are you just making that up? Mm-hmm. Nice. It sounds right. Hey, let's go with it. That's the road Behind the Lines, dude. On Showtime. Watch it. No, that was a special moment. That was cool. Isn't that Behind Enemy Lines? That's I think it's a movie. Behind the lines, I think it's like with Jeremy Shap with ESPN. Oh, I'm, I'm, hmm. He's uh, actually he's got they're interesting his stuff. I don't know how much I like. He's kind of weird. So, what liver lips? Liver lips. Liver lips. Liver lips. Squid lips. What's what's in the wine again? Oh, uh, fish bladder. Fish bladder. What is liver lips from? It's from I don't movie. know. It's, it's so good. Oh, though. It's, it's uh, Home Alone, or isn't it? Like, oh, I think no. it's been around since like the fifties. That's like the ultimate zinger. I'm when gonna you count to the ten. It's from a movie it's though, over. as well. No. Before he pumps him full of lead. But, yeah. No. No, he's no. a filthy animal. I think. And not, I don't know, Frank. We'll think. We'll think hard and deep about that. Let's research liver lips. Yep. Scott is writing it down. I want to say there's a sandwich in every beer. That's how I just want to end our. That's a good or, slogan. Or a sandwich in every beer. Nutritional facts for beer. There's a sandwich in every beer. Mm-hmm. Quoted from Frank. I'm. I'm. I, I, I took that from someone, but Melly. So we're situations critical, guys. Warriors. Oof. It's okay. Situation. I'm going to say situation stable. I situation mean, is stable now. We got to win. You know, we're on the board. One win and now it's all stable. They were going to break the team up. A week well, ago. it was critical, indeed. That song was appropriate, but now we're off the schneid. We got a win. We've got some momentum. You know, Dre's back. I mean, you cannot win games though. I think they had 15 turnovers in game one and like 22 turnovers in game two. I mean, you just can't. You can't play it basketball, especially playoff basketball that way. Um, but I'm honestly, I didn't think they were. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to win by the margin they did. I thought it would have been a little closer. Wait, last night's game, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting, and I, you know, I want them to move on. I'm, I'm just trying to be a realist. I mean, they just looks Clay is as shell of himself. Agreed. Um, you know, Wiggins is obviously awesome. I, mean, I don't know. We, if we saw can... it. We saw it last year with his defense. Yeah. Offense um, is Looney going to be able to do what he did yesterday again? I don't know about that. He he'll do. I mean, he'll try. He'll put his good effort at forward. Let's put it that way. That guy is amazing. Uh, he's I say kind of the heart and soul. At least when um, Dre goes down. But hey, we got another game. Um, at the Sunday, Chase Arena. a nooner. 
Well, yeah. I mean, we can come out of there, you know, two and two, and yeah, like I said, we got Dre back, our offensive facilitator, our defensive captain. Here's well, here's something I got to talk about. All right, so Draymond, the big topic on the game today, um, listening to Shasky and, and Dibs talking, and they're talking about how a lot of people, are, a lot of people are calling in and saying they they want Draymond to sit, and. Um, I was going to say something. I'm like, so are they better at, without him? So if that's what they're saying. So if you look at the stats and how we won and how many points we won by, um, we got a lot of points from Wiggins, which we should get. I think he got 18. Not a lot. But we got some. That's we a got good like, game for him, though. We got 13, I think, from Moody off the bench. We got Looney is not going to get 20 rebounds when Draymond's on the court. Looney had eight assists. Um, Moody had seven assists. He had like a, a few players that don't were like two shy from ten assists. And you're not and and other points like Kamingo was getting time in. You had Lamb getting time in. You're getting a lot of this uh, bench players getting some time in. That where you might get three points, four points from from Draymond and maybe ten assists and 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 seven rebounds from him one night. Right, but is that going to equal up to? I love Draymond. Draymond's he's won every championship for us, but right now he needs to actually like literally step back, think about what he's done and some stuff. I mean, I watched, I've I've been watching him forever, and I just know that his um his temper's just you know he, he's he's quick to to lose it. What do you think about the suspension though? Do you think it was? He, I don't think he should have been suspended. I mean, it's like you grab a donkey's leg, you're going to get kicked. I, I, I agree. You're going to get kicked. He and exaggerated he could, the kick a little bit, but torn, he could have done way worse. He could have torn a ligament. He could have, something could have happened to him. But at the same time, if you, it's like the matter of time that it happened, it was so hard to think that the best thing for him to do is do what probably LeBron would do is fall on the ground, act like you're the one hurt. Then yep. you're going to get him with the flagrant foul. And you're gonna, your team's going to end up shooting two shots, and you get the ball. Instead of letting them shoot two shots, them getting the ball, it would have been a whole entire change of outcome in game two. Draymond mm. wouldn't have been kicked out. Sabonis maybe would have kicked out. It was like yeah. he, pull, he pulled and twisted his leg. He should have sold that. He should have sold that. But he went when you're in that, in that kind of a you know, yeah, I, I, moment, like totally. how do you do that? You're, it's like you a don't. donkey, dude. They're going to kick you. You know, It's like you're going to get your leg pulled. You're going to get kicked. Uh, I, I don't know. My only problem with it's it is smart. he didn't. He exaggerated his kick. I don't think he landed his kick as hard as it, he could have barely, to get, expend, to get suspended. Like it wasn't a him. kick. It was a step. Not step to hurt him. anybody, but like if you're going to do that. You should have done it hard. You should have done it right. There's, there's oh, the citrus. cops are citrus. Citrus, citrus. Yeah, yeah. Citrus Somebody police. left their citrus untended. But I love Draymond, and I, I I don't know. I think the Warriors can pull through. I think um, either way, I think Draymond obviously is. Another part about I was listening to, with Draymond on the court, the team has a hard time because they're getting a lot more coaching done. When, there's, when Draymond's the court, he's a coach. So you got him barking at you. You got coaches barking at you. It, it becomes a little claustrophobic. When he was off the court yesterday, felt like they were just mm. out there to play, and their speed was so much quicker. Well, for, for me, I mean, th- again, I'm not really a huge basketball fan, but I do follow the Warriors a little bit. I always hear that Draymond Green is like the smartest basketball player he is. He's in the IQ, league. But well, he's also the dumbest. 
what well, can, can that be? Can that even be true? Ooh, they're getting them beautiful. Ooh, they're Man, the citrus is or- out. Friday Someone night. missed the evening watering. Is this we, an orchard? Yeah, yeah. We're in they're New going York. after. We're in New York City. That's <laughs> how y'all. We're on vacation. I think they got an orchard surrounded. No, I agree. Uh, a helicopter tour. There was probably keeping an eye on everybody. It's coming. Don't worry. Draymond <laughs> is. Are they watering? Draymond's locked Didn't up on, like a, on a what TNT contract already, and he's, he's still in the NBA. Like he's he's supposed to be one of the like brilliant broadcasters that we have never seen. I mean, he's he has broadcast. And uh, he does do, you know, broadcast um, big games. Yeah, when the when Warriors not are not in the playoffs, not in the playoffs he's, he's, he's on playing. the TNT crew. They're going for him. Oh, the they found that guy. We, we have fire engines just whipping past us right now. And right something's going down. Something's going down. It's <laughs> good. And I just hope all the citrus trees are okay. We can only hope. What do you nah. think, Frank, though? What do you think about Draymond, honestly? Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, Dre is his own worst enemy. Uh, we've seen it. Um, yeah. You know, should he have been suspended? I don't know. That was, was kind of you know. Weird. I think it was a lifetime achievement suspension. Well, he pulled his foot up, <laughs> and he literally, like, picked up Sabonis, you know. It was like he was holding. So I don't uh, think he put a lot of weight on him. It didn't look like – I mean, that would have hurt. He would have been hurt if he's really, like, jumped off his chest, which it – Kind of looked like he did, but it was, I don't know, it was a little odd. I just, I feel like, you know, you got to go which, with what's gotten you there in the past. And, and Dre being, you know, yeah. uh, incorporated in, in, in a lot of what he does is, I think, needed. I'd, I'd rather see 31 minutes of Dre than, like, you know, 14 minutes of Lamb and 14 Not minutes Lamb. of Moody or whatever. Like, those are, you know... Um, they stepped up when they needed to, though. I'll give them that, and it's at home. But, you know, we need Dre, especially when we go back to Sacramento. We don't need them lighting the beam anymore. So, But, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want them to do good. They just seem tired. You know, they seem a bit tired and long in the Curry tooth seems and, tired. You know. Curry looks tired. 35 years old? Yeah. Going Is he that old? Going right. on 36. Yeah, he's About he's right close to 36. I don't know. I, I still I we talked about this series last week, and I, I'm still sticking with my seven. I think they're, it's going to go seven. You know who wins? I don't know. I'll, obviously, where's I'd the seventh like game going to be in Sacramento? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Can we get some stop betting lines if that's going to mm. be the case? Yes, we'll get Maybe a hold some teasers. of. Can we get some? This is it. We'll get a hold of him. Definitely get him on. Uh, hopefully, they're still playing by next week. So. We well, you know, maybe you if know. we can't get a hold of uh, Raider Maria and Angry Brad, maybe during halftime our producers can reach out to the Greek and see what he can um, pro- Frank, procrastinate for For us. all the bettors out there, what are you doing for the, the series? What are you betting on? Or what are you betting on in general? Uh, I'm, I'm doing... Those little $5 fan duels, probably. I'm yeah, doing, I'm doing exactly. some fan duels, yeah. Five. I want the big bets. No, I don't want fan I want money line. I want... I mean, Raider first, return second is half obviously parlay. big. You know, if I, if I bet $5 and I win 500 I mean. Yeah, so Warriors, what are like you betting it. on? Well, have you just, actually done that, though? Series? $5 into 500 From here on five out. 5 into 2 Well, not 5 though. Anyways, it, it doesn't matter. It, it does. Well, on, on another day. Um, right, we'll talk, uh, if, I, um, if I had to bet the series, yeah, I, I bet it goes 7, but I'll probably go Sacramento and 7. Okay. Everybody, I, Sacramento and seven. My, if that's in my head. What's you know, up? My heart. What plus minus on that? Not sure. I'd have to do some data mining for that. All right. Let's um, 
Let's get into halftime. Take a little break. Regroup. Huddle up. The Warriors are the best around, though. Motivational speech. They're awesome. They're good. Their home or road records garbage. Garbos all year. Garbo best home record. Time. Yeah. God bless the Warriors. Let's let's. Uh, we need to bring this back up. So let's come back with a nice motivational speech by one of you guys. Maybe Sean. Beetlejuice. There we go. Our mics off. Right. Put another layer of tape on those ankles, Sean. What? Tape up those ankles. Putting you in. Second second half half. is about ready to start. We're gonna put you in. I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh oh. Mm. Welcome to Sports Center, 1980 edition. I love it. Hey, fellas. So next up, we're talking about superstitions in sports. I'm sure some of you have your own. There's some really interesting ones. Let's go around the table and and just talk about some superstitions you know offhand. Let's start with uh, you, Frank. Ooh. Um, I don't know. Like, isn't it a big thing like the the pitcher not steps on yep. the the foul lines third? I think that's every base. player. Is that every player? I, I thought it was more specific. To I always thought for sure the pitcher. That was what I was yeah. gonna say. No, it's it's everyone when you're walking off the field, you, you jump over the line. <laughs> Again, I thought it was more specific to the pitcher Me and too. not um, judges. Like Sergio, everybody says so much. Definitely, <laughs> definitely the pitcher. Sergio, dude. But I think every, not every player, but a lot of players have that same superstition. Maybe it stemmed from watching the pitcher do it, but a lot of people don't step on the line. I never did. Uh, I played. I catch never changed my underwear. Sounds like Frank's a habitual line stepper. <laughs> Just <laughs> kicking that chalk mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you got to do it. Gotta get your point across. You're that guy, that you, and we're watching you as you do it, just going, this guy has no respect for the game. <laughs> no Zero. morals. None. N- none. No respect. Call me Angel Fernandez. He even does a little dig in the chalk line uh, and kicks spit, it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kicks it a little bit. Spits on it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even chew tobacco, but... No. He will just somehow spit on the line. He'll put one in, spit on the line, and then throw it right back out. Definitely brown spit. Some, some solid years of Levi Garrett. You know, it wasn't prolonged, but it was. There was a good couple, three to four years. Of okay. Okay. So the I, that's um, the, the line stepping for sure. Line stepping. Uh, I would always like. I I was a catcher most of my baseball career, and I'd always knock on my crotch just to make sure. Yep. Cups in there, still there, still there. Cups there. It's, it's positioned in the right area. I don't know if that's a superstition. It's just kind of good it was practice. for me. Well, that could be a good practice. <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, but it was just a kind of after a while. Yeah, quick knock, first inning. Let's go. 
What about the uh, don't talk to a pitcher during a that's a good no one, hitter? yeah, um, or a perfect that just sitting on or, the bench by himself or the the wicked uh, announcer jinx, you know, like you don't bring it up either. Oh, no, every time, sh- you know. Well, I mean, right? I can't mean, tell you how many games I've watched he's where they 20 talk for about 20 it on free throws, brick. It's always in the sixth or seventh <laughs> inning. They bring it up, and it's like, yeah, we everybody knows. Steph he's Curry's pitching. shot in two hundred and twenty-five <laughs> out of two hundred and twenty-five free throws. Two hundred and twenty, not today, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like no. the way Crook and Kipe do the no hitters, though. They just no, say they, when they go to commercial break, they just say Giants four hits. Whoever they're playing, zero. It's not, in, which you know, mm-hmm. there's a no hitter, but he yeah. doesn't specifically say they get it. Yeah. Well, it's the it. ESPN and the little uh, little notifications that someone's throwing a no hitter in the sixth inning. You're like, it's the sixth inning. Why are you sending notifications out? Mm-hmm. Did you see the perfecto <laughs> that know, went awry like, yesterday? It's the pressure six on. inning. Yeah, but I mean, look who was pitching. It was like Wade Smiley. But he, it was the eighth inning last night. There was no hitter. I think there was oh, one today. Was, it was today. That I was think. today. Yeah, it was huh. today. Yeah. Where he yeah, got yeah, tackled, yeah. and that's what by, by the his catcher. own catcher. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, awesome. someone threw a no hitter today. No, no, he had a perfect was, game, no, a perfect going, game late going. into the eighth inning, yeah. and, his, and it was like a, a swinging bunt, swinging bunt no. down the left uh, left field line towards third oh, base. That's a bummer. Catcher pitcher collided, and I don't even that think they was got a throw off. That's what broke up the perfect game. Because I was literally thinking earlier, debatable uh, air, by the way. Yeah, I was thinking earlier this season. After all, like the role changes and all that, that how hard it would be to throw a no hitter with the pressure of the time clock sure. and all that. Yeah, and especially a perfect game, like to not walk someone with giving free balls out because you might be, you know, a little late to the pitch count. It's just to get. I've that heard that some pitchers cool. kind of like it though. Yeah, like I remember I mean, uh, batter, Scherzer was just like waiting to the last second every mm-hmm. time he threw a pitch, mm-hmm. which would be kind of annoying. If you're a batter, like what yeah. is he doing? No, I, I could I could see it working for both the hitter and yeah. the, and the pitcher. Well, wouldn't you say uh, baseball is so, probably the most superstitious easily. sports? Yeah, uh, of the three main. Or let's we'll throw hockey. I didn't. I never four. said that. No, no, I'm I'm just uh, baseball's got to be the. Har- yeah. It's definitely. I'm asking most your opinion. Remember, yeah. it, it, very few facts, a lot of opinions. That's Absolutely, what, that's our mantra here on Guaranteed. Time. If we haven't already expressed that in earlier episodes. Um yeah, the t- the talking about the no hitter or the talking to the person that is, you know, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's one. It's yeah. huge. Back to a no hitter, really quick. Uh huh. For it being that hard, another thing for the rule changes is a pitcher being on the mound and that the fact that he can only throw to first base what three, three times. times, and after that. What does he go to has second? To be out. It's a ball. Yeah, right? No, a well, if, if on the third it's try, ball. it's a ball. He goes once, doesn't it's get him. Goes twice, ball. doesn't get him. You sure? The third time, he yeah. has to get the guy out. out or if it's a not, ball. then he yeah, or, yeah, goes, to he second. goes to second. Are you sure? Yeah. And imagine to be that pressure right there. What if there's someone else on? Does everyone move up like a box? I would. I would. Yeah. Everyone advances a base. Huge deal. I mean, not you're not going to get a perfect game. Obviously, someone's on first, but still no hitter to think of that. In the batter, don't pass go. Pitch count, lot going on. Yeah. Straight to jam, making it a lot Goodbye. harder to throw no hitter. Ouch! Absolutely. I think. Oh, hundred uh, percent. What about what about the the superstition of throwing an octopus on the ice rink? That's for the. I don't know uh, if that's the superstitious, hat trick, right? though. Let honestly. me tell you about it. 
Please. I think that's one team, though, too, isn't it? It's not the, or is it everybody? So it's a tradition that began in Detroit as a good luck charm. Who brings an octopus into a game? What if you don't, what if there isn't one? What do you do with it? The idea was that originally it took eight wins in the playoffs to win the Stanley Cup. Each tentacle of an octopus represented one win. But the idea of bringing a dead octopus into a sporting event, uh, you know. I mean, do you have a cooler? Do you stuff it down your pants? Where does it go? How do you get it in there? Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> stuff it down Where do you even pants. get an octopus in Detroit? You could just <laughs> put it in some newspaper, strap it to your leg, and you're in. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's no, I'm, hockey I'm, fans are a little nutty. Listen, they probably would do listen, that. Listen to do to bring a dead animal into arena. You're go, you're you're all in. Okay, so <laughs> as disgusting as it sounds, as 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 annoying and just just ridiculous, you know. And and you're gonna like, okay, I'm gonna strap this dead animal on my leg. It's gonna be excreting, you know. It's gonna be leaking out. Exactly, leaking so out. What I'm saying, you're committed. You're committed snot. to sneak this thing in, and <laughs> it's one for the books, as yeah. it, you know. And and he can or she can say that they did that. I thought they did that too for like a hat trick. Or is I that, thought so too. Or do they just throw yeah. hats on the? I think that's just the hats. But the octopus thing, I, I've seen yeah. it, and that the the history behind it, it makes sense. So that's. Um, that's a really abbreviated history, but no, that's good. It's something we should all know. Uh, this isn't so much a superstition, but a, a jinx. And I guess we're kind of shifting over to jinxes, but the whole Madden cover. Oh God, yeah. If you're on the cover of Madden, that's. Uh, Remember Peyton Hillis on the Browns, He's like the, the best white, running, the white rhino. Yeah, the best running back of all time. He was on the cover, and I don't think we saw him since. He took me home. I'm, I'm one of many. Um, Fantasy football championships. No one cares. <laughs> uh, there's a good one about Moises, and my brother actually brought this up. Oh, I know where pe- you're going. Moises peeing He's on, on his, his hands. hands. We already yeah, talked yeah. about this. In I your know garage. we did, but it's we, a superstition nonetheless. No, I think it's it was a, I think foggy it makes in the his garage. Hands, it was a little foggy it in the garage. Was foggy in the garage. I've got uh, a good one too. Uh, I remember uh, Wade Boggs ate chicken before yeah. every single mm-hmm. game he played. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Absolutely, that's that's uh, one of them. Would you say the Madden Cruiser and, and you know, he, he, or is that that's a fear? Maybe it's a phobia of flying. So that's a not phobia really of flying. Superstitious. Then. If I went down, oh and, yeah, uh, hey, that's superstitious though. That counts. I would, but that's what I was saying is maybe it's a phobia. You know, maybe he is so frightened of flying yeah, that. Yeah, I've know. probably turned it. Wasn't into he the yeah. coach of Cal Poly at that time? No, but he bought the most Traduckins from 1990 to 1999. Was that not the Cal Poly football team that went? The the, Traduckins? No, the football team plane that crashed. I think he was on it. Oh, wow. No. I'm pretty sure. He's not surviving that. People died and people lived. I'm not sure. Mm. I think it is, though. Oh, Oh, Nacho. Nacho, Nacho. What about Tiger Woods wearing red on Sunday? That's a good one. Here. I don't know. I, I, we all know Tiger in his in his red shirt, but I didn't know that was a superstition. Tiger's ridiculous. I know, but who cares? I went from hating Tiger Woods to not even wanting to watch Just golf now that he doesn't play. Limp it's, off into the sunset. The party's over. Frankie doesn't like Tiger. These better not be crispy tacos. We I talked about like not it. having loud food, bro. I know he's over here munching away. Look at him. Look at him. Here, here he goes. Watching me to listen yep. to him eat it. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
Welcome back. It's your favorite segment, Frankie C's Pick 3. Uh, I'm here with the huge Mr. Squid Lips, Scotty Augustine. I hate you. <laughs> For some reason, I still don't understand what you, why we call you the Count, Sean Harris, Steve. We don't. We don't the we, Count? We don't do that. Like a, maybe I, I just picture as a... He's this big old tall pitcher. No. The count. I great, can't count. His that's great why. grandfather, maybe. Was yeah, that's count. It. Is that what yep. it is? Count Harris. The count. And then yeah. we he got knows exactly why you call our him producing, our our chef, gourmet, our everything. Mr. Can we Johnny shout out Wingo. Boog for getting the, the twelve pack yeah, no, of, of tacos? Solid move. Wingo hit it out of the park again. Grand slam with the nacho cheese. Johnny Wingo. And Taco Bell makes French fries now. Apparently, give them a whirl, folks. They're, They're pretty bad. good. And listen, they must be good because Sean doesn't eat at all, and he ate nearly <laughs> I ate like half two or three of them. So, well done. Get out there, They're doing something right. Get your Taco Bell French fries. They looked delicious. So, um, tonight's pick three uh, is about memories. Oh, the way they were. Already hit it. Um. So it's pretty easy. It's uh, but some of my, some of my co-hosts overthink it and are, are confused. We're easily um, confused, Frank. Don't really understand. I'm ready for anything. It, man. Not I mean, grounded in Johnny reality. Wingo gave me a heart, so he was like was authentically like like these go. questions. So look at him; he can barely contain himself. So I so I, and I have all the faith in the world, unlike the other two. So Boog, Johnny, Wingnut, Wingo, what's your best sports memory? And this can be your personal. This could be uh, something you witnessed, something you didn't witness. Uh, this is a sports talk. So, what is your best sports memory? I'm gonna go with like watching it one on one on TV when Kevin Mitchell made the catch, mm. the barehander, well, well, the barehander, right. okay. dude. Like, come a, on, there's man. the that catch. Was cool. No, Kevin Mitchell. I, I know. I'm trust me. His catch. But there's, Barehanded. There's already the naked catch. catch. There's already the catch. I know. Dwight Clark's okay, catch. Right. But we're talking baseball. So I'm talking baseball. I'm talking Kevin Mitchell, number seven. He's out there. He goes up. Foul ball, I think. It was even. I think it was, it was a, a foul ball. Foul sure. ball. And mm-hmm. he catches it barehanded. And I was like, I want to say that's probably about 1990. I think it was a was year after 89. Philadelphia. Oh, man. Oh, man. I want to say it was. He came from. I think he went to Cincy after the Giants. Oh man, he I want to say it was a red Giants team order, they came he? through. It was, I think, it was that against Cincy. But anyway, it was out. Of, it was. It was something so play. like just out of this world for me to watch when I was nine or ten, nine to ten years old. It had to be. I want to say nineteen ninety. I want to say it was a year after they lost nineteen ninety. Yeah, I want to say it was really. I that. thought it was a little before that. Uh, I no. think you know where it was. It was St. Louis. St. Louis. It was yeah. a red team. I remember it was a red team, yeah. and I remember it was. Was it ninety? It was the year I think after the World Series because we lost that. Yeah, and it was the early nineties. I want to say Mitchell uh, probably lasted maybe two more seasons with the Giants and then got traded to. to yeah, since it wasn't even a. Necessarily significant catch was it? It was no, just regular it had no season, meaning, but it was yeah. just baseball. Just, some dude, oh, uh, I mean, he caught the ball barehanded. No one's ever done that. Absolutely, on live TV. Like for me, fans do it all day. 
But to see that as a ball player, and well, how he even tracked the ball and how were it? Came well, he kind of misplayed like, the ball to even yeah. not be in the right position. That's why he had right. to use his bare hand. Was he misplayed it? I think it was. Exactly. I think it was the year they did go to the World Series. I think was it was eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, that was. He didn't just, even try to put his glove hand my up. Yeah, no, biggest, not, yeah. I'll never forget that. I totally agree. Watched I don't want to discount like, it at. Whew. Whatsoever, it was an amazing catch. We all remember it. It was. Oh, that's a good call. It was you know a great what's call. Interesting about that, though. I don't want to toot my own horn, but playing softball once, I went back on a ball, mm. oh, and my my hand, really? I put my right hand. Actually, up. save that because that could be question number three. So let's holster no, no, no. that. No, no, no. no. I no, hear the rest of this. Okay. I didn't he, catch it, but it felt there was no way I was going to be able to get it with my left hand. It, I'm surprised it's not. It's happened once. Sean it is comparing himself to Kevin Mitchell right now. I, I have a don't gold like tooth it. in my. What number were you wearing? I don't know what Kevin Mitchell's number was. <laughs> <laughs> Same number as him, whatever it was. Seven. 34? Seven. Seven. No. 34. I don't know. Bo yeah, Jackson? Yeah, knew it. I knew it. Well, that's a good one, especially with some um, Bay Area love sprinkled in. Uh, Sean, what's, uh, what's your best sports moment? Well, or memory. Someone like Scott, I misunderstood the question, but one that I just thought of, uh, w- w- watching the Giants 2010 uh, World Series run, I watched most of the games with my family over at their house. And when they finally won the World Series, I mean, it was amazing. We, it was, we went crazy and decided to go up to the little pub that was up the street from our house. And it was going nuts in there. And uh, everyone was dancing. And my dad ended up dancing with this really really large woman and uh we had all been kind of partying the whole night and she kind of hip checked him and sent him sliding across the barroom floor he he slid like 15 feet it felt like and it was the funniest thing i have ever seen in my entire life Val got hip checked huh it was accidental but it 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 was do you think he wanted to be flat back sliding across the floor in a bar after a World Series win, wow. I don't think so. It's just the it, the picture in my head. I still can see it. it my we still bring it up. It was so funny. That's special. I like <laughs> that. I like that. That's great. Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so heartwarming. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for sharing. You didn't like it? I loved it. It had something to do with your old man. So you know that. Obviously came from the heart. I feel like you're being facetious here. Obviously, from the heart. Total eclipse of the heart. Total. Squiddy. Man, I was hoping you wouldn't call me. <laughs> you're oh, the only one left. Who else is there? <laughs> well, there's me. I mean, if you, but, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it, Squid. Favorite sports memory and... I'm still confused on the question. Is it my personal or... You've heard us... All three of us already <laughs> responded. Or, or to, watching sports. Your be, your best sports memory. Was like, it was it when Nolan Ryan beat up Robin Ventura? Was it when Dwight Clark made the catch? Was it um, the slam dunk contest um, held mm. by Vince Carter in, in Oakland? I don't have anything uh, preloaded. Something like that. What? Let me hear yours wow. and then come back. Wait, so this isn't even that hard. I, What's going I know, on with you over here, Scott? I don't know. And listeners, we do this sometimes and sometimes we don't. But these these questions, um, my host, 
uh, got yesterday. So, I mean. He's bailed out on this early like, in the last the day, three too. weeks He's in a row. Or over 24 know, hours. Disappointed. Right. So, I've just mean, misunderstood him, I think, both times. Hmm. You are misunderstood. Um, uh, mine was, uh, and I got to attend it, was the 94 when Niners uh, beat Dallas in 94. Go to Super Bowl. T.O.? Um, no, 94. 94. The last Super Bowl the Niners at least had won. So that, that was pretty cool. Witness all that right yeah. on the field. Get some turf. Did you cry? Um, no, I didn't cry, you actually. I was, you should have. I was, like I said, got some, some I cried sod. when my dad got hip checked. I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> By the big Yeah. Lady? Wow. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, they won that year against uh, San Diego. Bobby Bethard. Bobby Bethard. Sale. Uh, so, yeah, 94 NFC championship game. 49ers Dallas is my sports. My Dude. best sports memory. I, I, you guys, I, I honestly. You can't still be confused, can you? I can't. <laughs> I can't. We're confused? No, I understand it. I'm I, confused now that you're confused. I'm upset with myself because I don't have that one memory that I could go back to that was my ultimate. I, I ne- never achieved anything. Well, we're, <laughs> all right. Well, what about other teams that have achieved? I'm talking about like we, watching a game. Did like remember yeah, when Sandoval hit I, like I, three home runs in the yeah, in our Matt living Kane room that one year? Uh, that was pretty, pretty remarkable pretty against Detroit. Game, you yeah. Know, uh, Jonathan Sanchez when he I watched that pitch yeah. by pitch that game when he threw it was a first no hitter I think the Giants threw in years. There's just when so Buster many. Buster Douglas knocked out Iron oh, Mike Tyson. Oh man, that's and, a big one. True, yeah. Frank. I thought about that one too. That was a big one. Nothing. Frank, I no. thought we were going to talk about when you threw out Jason Augustine to end a game. Well, we've already. <laughs> that was, I mean, we've, we've come, uh, just always bring that up, though. I, yeah. I know, and trust me, it's it's. Uh, no matter what question you're asked, that <laughs> just is your answer. I like it. It's low hanging fruit. I want. Oh, I mean, it, it did. To be honest, but I was like, we we've discussed that one. I want. I want some time to like we almost forget and then never forget. Just never forget. Um, so all right, well, uh, Scotty, I'm, I'm sorry you don't. I'm have taking a, a pass. Uh, uh, yeah, that's. Wow, that's a first, folks. I know. Um, pretty pathetic. Almost cowardly. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, yes. In Fair a way. enough. So, Sean, what is your worst sports memory? Oh, boy. Now I'm confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, th- I didn't think you were going to come to me first. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Now, I, I'm gonna, this is just one that came to my mind that res- um thinking out loud i was playing little league baseball um remember i played on the west side um but remember we'd play over on the east side once in a while like you'd play like one game or two games a year so i just begged my parents to buy me the cleats that bonds wore they were like a high top nike cleat they were pretty sweet yeah i remember and they were probably like eight I don't know. It's seventy dollars, which in nineteen ninety was like the hundred and fifty dollars. They were really expensive. I think my dad was there, my mom was there, so I came up first inning, you know, doing my thing, get a little base knock, round first base, and just fall flat on my ass because of the shoes. The the shoes didn't work. (laughs) They looked incredible, but they you looked the no functionality whatsoever. Could it be a chance that the person operating those shoes? No chance. None. None. No. Malfun- uh, wardrobe malfunction. Total. Before it's time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your worst sports memory? The one I could think of. I'd- okay. Well, that's good. That's. 
It was embarrassing. I mean, people were laughing at me in the you stands. You still remember it to this My day. My mom was like, we just bought, what the, you know, what a jip. Why did we buy him those? Thought these were the Barry Bond specials. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not only did I not hit a home run, I slipped after rounding first. And it was like a CI single, just like a little Oh, no, it did. Just it like barely. Leader, totally. Leader, no, I took a little turn. I took a turn. Bloop. Your mom oh. should have taken those shoes back to the store and said, hey. These are defective. <laughs> yeah. My son <laughs> rounded first base, full steam. Then he's lying on the ground. Yeah. It's the shoes fault. Johnny, Obviously. what you got, buddy? What's uh, your worst sports memory? Oh, I would say 1990, San Francisco 49ers versus New York Giants. Oh, we were driving down the field, uh, fourth quarter, about to take us into the uh, Super Bowl. It was an NFC Championship game, yes. and my one of my this, this, all-time heroes of like football, number thirty-three. Oh, it is. Oh, he man. fumbles the ball, and um, there's big legend coming out of Frank. Legendary here. number fifty-six, with the back on his name saying Taylor, and I just. He picks the ball up and runs down the field. They get him, and um, they go down there and drive and score and win the game. And Niners lose, and Roger Craig fumbled the football. And that was it was about as bad as a uh, good old Kyle from uh, when we lost against the Giants in two thousand something, but in the NFC Championship game, it was just like that. And then Frank's older than me, so he remembers. He's over here, science. He's probably there. Well, for <laughs> yes, yeah. Um. And you you took mine, which is good. That's good. Oh, wow. I'm glad we do that. I done that. Um, so you stole my worst sports memory. Uh, I don't want to hijack this because this was Utah. But yeah, no, that I was there. Oh, that would have put man. us. We could have three peated. We could have yeah, three peated before Dallas. And yeah, and, you know, Roger. I, was, I mean, Roger. There was no second chances with me. And uh, you know he. I'm glad he's not in the Hall of Fame. I almost, I almost go that. I might go that far. Wow! You still hate this person to, the, to this day, holding grudges over here. Well, you know who was his quarterback at that game, right? Yeah. He does, but you guys probably don't. No, Steve we're Young. Simpletons. Steve Young came into that game because what Montana got taken out. That would have actually been my guess. I, I thought it was going to be some Montana obscure. got taken out. I don't know if that at that time of Montana got back in, but I do know that Steve Young did play quite and, a bit. And, that second and half. he fumbled right in front of us too. Oh man, right in front Just of to us. Add insult Frankie to doesn't injury. forget. You know, so no. right. I mean, that's like a, you know, like harsh. a twenty-five yard little chip shot for whoever's kicking for the. It was. It was. Kofer? It was. No. That's Whoever the New York the New kicker York was, I'm trying to. Oh, think. gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, one by two, right? Hey, but you guys, I don't. fifteen, thirteen, or something. But uh, by this, are you, you going to be able to make it to the rest of the show, Frank? I, or I, not? I honestly, I don't know, Sean. Can I you. ask you both <laughs> a question, please? Have you guys? It seems like you've gotten over it, processed it, put it in the past. No. I was young, and I, I mean, it was Actually, it has. You know what's taken its place is you not being able to answer question one. But I, I <laughs> Worst sports moment ever is Scott's inability. Okay. His inability to answer question one. Even simple The ones. best sports memory. So I know. Um, I know. I'll never live it down. But uh, Great book. Love, 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 love. Um, we'll skip over me because I'm right there with book. That was, that's, that's, it's up. That's, yeah. It was a good one, huh? That was heartbreaking. That's, I love dude. it. It was so, I it don't was love what happened for so long. It has, yeah. Um, Scotty. Uh, so worst again, I took this as, <laughs> as my personal <laughs> worst memory. That's and good. it happened probably five years ago playing in this uh, Redwood Empire Baseball League. And normally playing infield, playing outfield, 
uh, championship game, and bases are loaded, ninth inning, bottom of the ninth inning, one out, I think. And uh, ball gets bombed. It's that Field of Dreams. Okay. Local game. And ball gets hit out to me left field, and I'm tracking it. And I'm not an outfielder, but I'm I'm tracking this thing. And there's there's probably a four or five foot chain link fence in the outfield, and it's approaching. And I'm backing up, and I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, I I have to catch it. And I put a cleat on the fence, jump up, Bo Jackson style, center field. Um, and it hits my glove, and bounces out. Grand Grand Slam. <laughs> With the assist by yourself? Yes. yes. Would oh, it have gone out if man. you didn't touch it? That's too good. It would have gone out had I not touched it. <laughs> Ouch. So, game over? Uh, game over. It might have been the top of the night, so we got to bat, but it was game There was over. no coming back from that. There was no. Oh, it was, and it, just the fact that I, I could have at least kept the game tied had I caught that. <laughs> and it bounced in my glove where I... You were, gonna throw, you were gonna throw it in from the warning track and keep him from in your yeah. own mind. Yeah, in my own mind. But um yeah, I think I was wearing an infield mitt too. So the one I gave you? Probably. Probably two thousand. The, the Wilson H. So that was supposed yes. to part, that was supposed to be part of uh question three, just just so you know. Oh, well, I mean that's it's uh, it's his worst sports memory, so maybe we'll see what his Personal. I mean, no, question three was your your personal. Oh, that's it. Best worst. Okay. <laughs> it, can we swap those? Okay. Like mine was. I'll fill in. Can so we have a new one? It, uh, my worst, and I don't. I don't think it was. It, it, what caught me was it was a basketball game on ESPN. It was mm. um, Dal or the Pistons against uh, the Pacers, and then there was a fight between you know fans and and players and the malice or test and jackson yeah, at the palace as they call it soda and it was just this crazy it was like wow just to think you know were you watching seen, that live or yeah it was just you know the game on you know the wednesday night game or whatever tuesday night game and it was uh yeah it was wild it was like holy christ i've never seen a player and uh, a spectator interaction quite like that that was it was pretty, that had pretty brutal that could have been way worse yeah. Uh, yes. The, the, yes. People are lucky that they didn't get just beat up by Jackson and Artest. Those two are. I would not want to <laughs> have any part of either of them. But they were doing some bad things to the players too. I mean, they were attacking them. Well, no, the guy, well, he, some guys wasn't Artest laying down on like the scoring table? And, yeah, he, right. Yeah, but then, right. like, then a fan like approached him and well, they threw a soda a on. There's a Netflix has a good. It's uh, great. I've watched. Have it. you seen that yeah. one? Yeah. No, it's it's From it's a worth a watch. It's uh <laughs> Just the, the perspective from fans, coaches, players, yep, officials. Yeah, a lot of good interviews. It was, uh, it's, it's good. So, anyways, uh, you've pretty much butchered two and three, so we'll just skip Squiggy. Frank, okay, I did you. have one um, more little bad memory since you brought that up. Sure. It's, it's a little bit of something like that, but I remember me, Nick, uh, Kiowski, Cody, and Fuzz, and we all lived together, and we were watching – we watched Friday Night Fights because it's free. It's on TV. And so we'd watch – we watch this fight, and this guy wins, right? And the dude that loses, right when they cut the the the, the gloves off, right. they you know mm-hmm. raise their arms, and he the the winner gets his arm raised. The guy that lost looks at him with his gloves off and just completely like 
full blown knocks the dude out and the guy really? was in, in shocks and it was like we all looked at each other like we were ready to throw up it was so scary like i thought the mm. guy was gonna die that's dirty and that was probably yeah. really like one of the it was like he pretty lost. scary kind of sight to watch and we watched it live and i pulled it up and it's on like the top 10 biggest cheap shots ever to really? happen in sports live on tv and it's like an amateur fight and it was it's on. i, I want to see this i can pull it yeah. up for sure sometime and show you it's it's really really bad wow yeah it was not a good experience the to watch lo- on TV. The loser. I'll never forget Drew. that. We were 20 years old. It was before oh. 21. 2001. Yeah. That's not good. Loser was, threw it. Poor was, sport. Uh, yeah. Uh, so is anyone going to be able to answer question three? I, got I you. thought we already did them all. No. Because no, this is now it's personal. It's personal worst best. I went to Alvarado. You guys like went memory. to the East Side schools. Come on. Come on. So this could be like how mine was attending the 1994 Um NFC Championship game, so or, or or just another memory of you screwing the pooch or winning the day. Uh, I got one. Uh, we, we were talking during the break when we were eating the delicious meal that you provided, Book. Thank you again. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, thank about you the Boys and Girls Club, I used to play basketball there. there I don't even think there was CYO, or maybe I was too young to even be on it, but I hit a buzzer beater half court shot. Stosh went nuts. Um, <laughs> Stosh. Was my, Kevin Rosser there? No. My oh. mom and dad couldn't believe it. We went and got Baskin Robbins. It was amazing. Best day ever. Best day ever. You didn't do round table then Baskin Robbins? The, well, it was it was a late game. Oh. Did you get the <laughs> little quarter slush ice sodies at Long's Drugs? No, Ooh, those were the those? best, those. Right? Wow. Man. We could d- dedicate an entire okay. episode to those. How do they make that ice like that? There was only one store. Like if someone's like, I need this. You know, I went and, and worked like, with. There's only one place. I, when I was working with my dad, there was still a Long's Drug in Modesto. And the guy I was working with brought it up. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy knows what he's talking about. I like this guy. Because <laughs> remember, didn't the uh, the cups have like playing cards or something on them? There was a game yeah, involved. There was too? something on the. They yeah, did. there was. Yes, it was. Just I never won like, anything, but the fact that you could was even better. Just the excitement of the yes. possibility, and like what's on the and box. watching the 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 uh, the water yeah. squirt in, and then the syrup too. Oh, absolutely! It was got uh, with the the whole playing card thing. It was like the lucky logger. Remember? Yes, the riddle. Bring that back! Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Yes, those little things go a long way. Uh, dude, getting a little buzzed when you're in high school <laughs> with and your lucky your loggers, brain, yeah, or not. Yeah, I mean, they could have been the easiest thing ever. No one could get it, but someone usually would and be like, "Oh, wow. it's always turf." I want to piggyback on your um, boys and girls club because that was my best worst personal story it happened at, uh, and it was also on basketball, the basketball floor. On the basketball, so. Um, we were undefeated going into the last game. Undefeated. Just we had a stacked uh, roster. We had let's get some names. We had Colin Cooper. We had uh, Lindsey Toscano. We had Mark Freeman. Actually, I think we had both Freeman boys, Mark and Eric Freeman. Um, I think we had Gary Mazza, Adam LeCount, uh, myself. I think Jordan Bragg might have been there. And there's a couple others that I've forgotten. Undefeated season, 
I'm not going to point out. I'm not going to throw the person under the bus who do it. made this fatal mistake. But they bought trophies saying that we were undefeated before the last game of the season. Before we even played the last game of the season, we talk about the baseball superstition. Yeah. So, needless to say, <laughs> we get Stevie Wonder's very superstition. We lost. <laughs> so if we have these trophies. <laughs> Puts this as <laughs> being an undefeated. And we're all crying, of course. We're like, ah. um, so I'm not necessarily, I mean, maybe it was bad for me then. Whose but, mom but, had the trophies made? I, I can't say it. We Tom, can't, I'm, you know, I'm in a, come on. We'll, we'll, I'm we'll do it. We can't there. do that. We're, we're, yeah, there, there's, you know, two or three families uh, involved. But we'll, uh, Scott, get with the program, bro. <laughs> Cops are coming. Needless to say, that was uh, that, that's a good called one. Him. That's one <laughs> So that was your worst. Well, it's yeah, I guess My, classified as worst, but it was it, it was bad then. Now it's hilarious. So, so since that, you want to go with your best really quick to knock you out? No, I, I it was either back? or. No, it was either or. It was either oh, if you had I a good one both. or a bad one. Okay, well let's hear it. Let's do it. <laughs> I take go Frank's with. pick three like very serious. No, I I respect it. you're the only the one that comes segment. prepared. Okay. <laughs> oh. Freaking Ouch. communication boy over here. I was going like, to go. Falling apart. Uh, la la land. I'm going to go with my first one. It started out in TOC with the Blue Jays, and we ran through the Tigers. And Petaluma, it was like two Sonoma teams had to play in TOC in Petaluma, right? Then we went to, I want to say, Katati or Frank might know. Which dugout was it? Katati or Rona Park that had the underground dugout? Hillsburg. Oh, no. That no, was Roner Park. Roner Park, because we didn't no. go that far. Um, we would actually go and circle around to, like, Rancho Cotati. You had to go through this. It wasn't through Hillsburg. Um, but we went there, and we my my main memory, memory was to going and beating the Tigers in TOC against Petaluma. Or in Petaluma against the, against the Sonoma Tigers, which was, like, Chris Campbell, John Ablockis, Johnny B. Cholo. Cholo. Uh, there was a lot of good players Morgan on that Crowell. team. And uh, that was a great memory. Caden Long. Caden yeah. was a pitcher on that team. He yeah. was my age, so it wasn't, he wasn't really. We need to get Caden on. I think we've talked about this before. Let's get him. Yeah. But that's my Wicked favorite curveball. And then my okay. lefty, no? No, he was right. That's your favorite? Let's hear That's my, my worst personal one. Scott was there to witness this. Uh-uh. It happened about year 2000 in San Luis Obispo. <laughs> okay, I know. On a nice going. sunny day. Uh-uh. Scott's play. sitting on the uh, sidelines with Cody, and I'm at diving uh, practice, and I uh, go up to do a normal routine that I used to coach the diving team in Sonoma. Uh, the year before, I, would do, I had this trick that I kind of invented, I thought. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a double reversal gain. It was a double Gainer. reversal into a one and a half front flip. Ooh. And what I would do is what happened is Stop, uh, I went my first. I didn't even make it my yeah, first. Is this the three reverse. meter board or the on a three on a uh, number one meter? Three meters, what nine feet? Yeah. yeah. So it was a one meter, and I go on my first flip on my reverse, full force, not going straight up. So you got when you bounce. You got to go way out, right? I For went, a gainer, you're going to hit your head on that, Dan. I went mm-hmm. right next to it, whacked my head, boom, oh. sink down to the water, wake up to the little to paramedics there, and they're like, with paperwork, trying to tell me, like, I need to go to the, to the hospital and ambulance, and Cody and Scott are like, 
you don't have insurance. Sign the paper. You're going home. And I'm like, yeah, let's go home. I, I was knocked out, huh? Scott was there. 100%. I, I remember knocked this like it was yesterday. Out. I remember it like it was yesterday. I it hurts like, so bad. Like Just the back on, of your head to the, the board? Right to the board because it was on the first half of the flip because I went to go up to do a reversal double and went boom. And so I was like, took about, what, two weeks off of it? I, I, it was bad. It was the worst concussion I ever had. I, first thing I did, I was like, the only way to get back on that diving board is to go do that trick. Yeah. And I went out there with them, and I went to go do it, and I missed it by like a quarter inch or all. Dude, you better stop trying that because you're going to kill yourself. So I quit because I loved diving, but... Oh man, boy, really that, bad. I remember that day. That was my worst. Absolutely. Did someone Absolutely. have to dive into the water and pull you out? Oh, Dude, yeah. they did. No, Cody and yeah. Scott were like we jumping in. It, he was like shaking his head a weird way, like he was glitching. Underwater when like he got was, him back on the mainland. When he hit the board and landed in the water, he sunk down and then he came up like kind of glitching his head like he was in the Matrix. Dude, it was, it was brutal. Weird. I woke up and I remember that. The we ambulance were doing that, right? I had paramedics. Stuff. The sniffing salt? Mm-hmm. The whole people were there. I was like, <laughs> cross-eyed, like, what is going on? They were, I mean, I was probably already awake, but. What'd they score the dive? I remember them showing up. That's all I remember. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, it was bad. It's, it's burned into my brain. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. I'll never forget that I'll either. Never. <laughs> well, never. We'll give you one more chance. You got anything good or bad? No. Personally? No. <laughs> that wasn't com- bad for you? No, I mean, I. Ch- Absolutely, <laughs> what Bug just just described, but no, you're a failure. That was Quest to College, right over there to you the good old Cal Poly. We were talking about Quest on all fronts. I know. I'm sorry, Frank. I'll do better. <laughs> you need to do better. I will. It was. I don't think I answered any questions last weekend. It's everyone's turn to be. You. Where's the, the sheet? Here we go. All right. Well, that wraps it for Frankie C's pick three. When I hit my head, next, it Frank? was bad. Yeah, well, I guess let's go into happy happies, as always. Happy birthdays. On this day in 1957, Mr. Jesse Orozco. Remember Jesse Orozco? He'd be in like every single... He played for like 35 years. Yes. I think I've already brought him up. We, I think he did a couple... Uh, I think number 10 or 11... You brought up old Jesse Orozco, most notably with the Mets and the Dodgers. I would have thought he was born in like 1920. He's a local or, you know, he's a Californian, Santa Barbara. So uh, happy birthday, Jesse. Born in 1963 on this date, Can Caminetti. Mm. Uh, mm, yeah. Played for the Astros and the Padres. Like and he's a hard player. He's he no was, longer uh, with us, correct? He really? is no longer with us. He was an uh, uh, NL MVP back in 96. He he had substance abuse issues. I think their steroids was a, a factor. But um, the story goes he tried to slam a speedball of cocaine and heroin and came unresponsive. And that that, that, that never really ends well wow. for anyone that does the speedball. Wow. Yeah. I didn't I mean, know that. That's how they put it. It's a little rough. Happy birthday. Uh, but um, Happy birthday, Ken. Uh, 1965, uh, Eddie Belfort, Canadian, uh, part of the Canadian Hockey Hall of Fame, goaltender for, I think the Dallas Stars was Belfort. I remember, I remember old Eddie playing. Um, 
And then lastly, it's not a, I'm not a big fan because he's a cowboy, but born 1980, I think. Are some of you guys born in 80, Bug? 81. 80. Uh, Tony Romo. Oh, don't. Mr. Doesn't Romo. move the needle at all. I, I know. This is like, eh. He's good on Monday Night Football. So Jesse Roscoe, Ken Caminetti, Eddie Belfour, and Tony Romo, we lift a glass in your name. Happy birthday. That's probably the worst birthday list we've had so far. <laughs> I, there was not much Classic. there. I, I Honestly, I, I had to. It's not your fault. It, thank you. Um, I had to dig. I mean, we, you guys knew probably three of the four that I, I mentioned. Eddie Belfour probably was the only I don't one. know who Tony Romo is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Frank, uh, can we get an umpire rule? Oh, man, I'm getting peppered. Um, wow. uh, let's go. Um, how about uh, the infield fly rule? Mm-hmm. It tends to be uh, a sticky one to call. and. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the situation. It's a situational baseball call. You have to be aware of you know how many outs and uh, where the runners are. What, what runners are on what base. So typically it's uh, um, zero zero one outs. Uh, first and second are the bases loaded. If the ball is popped up, you know it's probably six or seven feet is the minimum. Um, and stays within the infield. The batter is automatically out regardless of the infielder catching or not catching the ball. Now tell us why. Um, I also want to uh, indicate that uh, runners can advance at their own risk. Um, it's a whole double play kind of low, low hopper. Yes. Um, why is that called? Well, I, mean, I mean, that's kind of pretty like, easy to turn it. Double play or triple play, even if there was loaded bases were loaded, and it yeah, fell, like if it fell like right by the third base, I think it's just trying to prevent that quick. You know, like if there's again zero outs, man on first or second, drop the ball at second, you know, or yep. shortstop or second, drop, you know, purposely drop it, throw it, you know, you could triple play exactly at least yep. at least that's a double play. That's exactly, what I, it's for. I, that's a guess. I think it's a, I think it's a great valid guess. I mean, it's, honestly, it's, I don't know. I'm just here to give you what some for, I technical. Only other you just know the rules. You don't understand them. Yeah. yeah. How how far out of the infield until you call it a uh, infield fly? Like, well, it's uh, it's the, it's the, the height. It, it's the height. That's what I'm saying. It has to go so, a certain height. Is is the min? You know. Exactly. I think the only other route of it not being because of a double or a triple play of being able to do that is someone peppering a bunt that can pop up that high. Because mm-hmm. it's easier to lay down a bunt when you yeah. can have management of being able to hit it up high. If so, you can't do that, you have to lay it down perfectly down low, like I always say. Lay it I'm low curious low. about the whole uh, what the umpire rule book says. Is it is it past the bases? Is it no? It's, what if it hits the grass two inches into the grass? What if there's no grass? It's all dirt. That's is the whole outfield. I, I mean, think it's if it's a whole dirt, dirt field, like where there's uh, no according de- to de- ML, let's see, an, an infield fly is <laughs> is any fair ball. That's important. Any fair ball, not including a line drive or a bunt, which can be caught by an infielder with ordinary effort when first and second or first, second, and third bases are occupied before two men are out. So not a bunt. No bunts mm. or no line drives. No infield fly on a bunt. Wow. Yeah, because you should be able to do whatever the heck you want. Okay. 
It's a free country. I well, thought so. Giants got shut out. And that's the thing. It's to the umpires. It's in the umpires' discretion to call it. I mean, it's a judgment call. That's have you ever you know, called how, it on the field? Oh yeah, several times. Just every time you can, right? How many parents <laughs> have tried to fight you when you've called it? Uh, none, really. I mean, that's it's a pretty. You know, you got to pop up in the infield. It's pretty. I mean, you just got to be sure how many outs there are, and you know, you got the right people on the right bases. So yeah, it's a pretty easy call. You know, some people don't. It, well, the biggest thing is is that you can advance at your own risk, and people will still like, you know, go to home when you should just, you know, like the ball's right there. So it's a, it's a, it's a rule that I think you know, and obviously the majors people understand, but like instructional baseball, like you know, eight year olds, twelve year olds, you know, it's uh, where it's probably lacking as far as the understanding of the, the rule. Have you thought about getting back into umping? Nah, that ship sailed. You know, it would have been fun to go to Florida and stay there for a couple months. And I don't know, a major league umpire would be pretty cool. I think that would have been a pretty cool job. But you, you kind of look like you, you could pull it off. With you the look. still do it? Thank you. Retirement gig. <laughs> you, got, you got your call, <laughs> Uncle Jerry. Oh, tribute. Oh man, tribute call. Yeah. Where are we at in tonight? Episode. Uh, Sean, we got to get a history fact from Sean and uh, life sentence, and we're out. Okay, a random history fact. I'm not going to do the other one because I don't really have my facts right, but I do like to wear Ben Davis work shirts. They're pretty good shirts. The other day I found myself on Wikipedia looking it up. Ben Davis's grandfather invented the Levi's riveted jean. He worked for Levi Strauss in the wow. 1800s. That's amazing. That's where Ben Davis comes from. That's really cool. Hmm. Crazy. Is it true? It's way true. What's that, what does that look? I don't like that look. <laughs> I believe you. Imagine inventing the blue jeans. Pretty sweet. Well, Levi did that. No, he didn't. Ben Davis did. He mm. was an employee. He got a bum gig. If he didn't get credit. I'm giving him credit now. There it is. Ben Davis invented <laughs> Levi jeans. Got really quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> Was that not good enough? We're processing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frank's looking at the internet. Yeah. Huh? Um, I like that. So, life sentence, go around the table. Start <laughs> Life sentence. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Advice. Um, whatever you got. Throw it at us. You can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in your pockets. Get get your hands out. Get your hands Make out a difference. I like that. Frank? Uh, for God, for the core, for country. Okay. Is that Tom Cruise? It's Marine. That sounds like uh, a, a few good men. That might have been said on there. <laughs> <laughs> or did you just look that up just now? <laughs> no. For me, uh, it's going to be, and people know if they know, it's going to be bake at 350, pump at 150. Best advice you can get starting out in the fire service. What? There you go. I'm sure. I think that. Does, Begs an ex- explanation. Yeah. No, I'm going to leave it there. I thought he was cooking a potato or something. 
bake at 350, pump at 150. Mm-hmm. You, if you know, you know. I don't. Okay. Is that like the PSI for water coming out of a hose? Sean? Yeah. The truck. Is it? Is it the hose? It's one of them is. <laughs> Two of your roles are to cook food. Give us your give us your life. Pumping engine. Okay, my it's one of my favorite quotes. Uh, <laughs> never argue with a fool; they'll beat you with experience. Mm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I like it a lot. I actually missed it. I like missed tonight. Hey, good hands night, in, guys, hands in. Hands in. Good yeah, job, good everybody. Good job, Sean, Scott. Hold my hand, Sean. <laughs> hold my hand over Whoa. here. Thank you. Pray, Garbo time. Praise the Lord. Episode thirteen. Black tail book. Nice beard. work, y'all. Amen. We're out. Night, night. Make a little loving, a little turn of loving on a Mason Dixon night. Fits my life, oh so right. My Dixie land of light.